0: You're still listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Yes, I am, Sandra Ezakosili. The newsroom just took you around the world in two minutes. Now it's time for us to look at one big issue in Nigeria today. Will the federal government use the IMF loan responsibly? Will the federal government use the IMF loan responsibly? They finally agreed that it's a loan. First, we heard some of the president's media aides insist that it was a grant, not a loan. But now both the finance ministry and the IMF have told us it's a loan and RFI uh, instrument. And that brings us to today's big hard facts. The International Monetary Fund has given Nigeria a $3.4 billion emergency loan under its rapid financing instrument program so let's talk about what this loan is meant for why the government asked for it why the imf gave it and what this means for you and i in practical terms joining me on skype to break it all down is precious akanono a development economist precious thank you so much for joining us on the show Thank you, Sandra, for inviting me. Mm, precious uh, is a development economist, economist, like I said, and you can actually watch this interview via our Facebook uh, platform, Nigeria Info ninety nine point three, and of course, you are our most preferred guest, you who's listening to the show. So, as you listen to our experts, our expert. It's one person. You can call in with your questions. You can let us know what you think about what we're talking about. And you can let us know if you think the federal government will use the loan wisely. Precious, what is the precise purpose of this loan?
1: Okay, so the loan is an emergency financial support. It's to help Nigeria balance its it's to help Nigeria meet its urgent balance of payment deficit. So Nigeria's balance of payment deficit has been ongoing for a while, but it has become worsened because of the sharp fall in oil prices and the severe economic shock in, that is caused by the COVID-19. So the financial support would help reduce the decline in the foreign reserves and provide the financing that is needed to um, engage in targeted spending that would help contain the economic impact of the
0: crisis. Mm, mm. So the 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 IMF... Uh Uh, their official press release, they gave three purposes for the loan, right? To meet the urgent balance of payments uh, payment needs stemming stemming from the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic. The IMF financial support will help limit the decline in international reserves and it will provide financing to the budget for targeted and temporary spending increases aimed at containing and mitigating the economic impact of the pandemic and uh, the sharp fall in international oil prices. So the IMF uh, has given these three reasons for this loan in their press release, right? So again, to summarize, to meet our balance of payment needs, to limit the uh, the decline in our foreign reserves, to provide financing for our budget. Has the federal government made it clear how much of the money is going to each of these goals?
1: Not exactly. Not that I know but it's mostly... To balance uh, for the balance of payment goals, so we we know that we are already running um, balance of payment deficit, Mm -hmm. and so the government needs the mostly the CBN needs this money to be able to safeguard the naira and avoid um, the huge gap that huge imports uh, import requests or import demand of foreign exchange is causing on the strength of the naira. So. It's mostly for that, and then other other money is being dis- disbursed to use for all those um, um, equipment facilities that are needed to not just um, improve the healthcare sector or healthcare's capacity to improve the to contain the virus, but also to support businesses and households. The, there are so, so many loans being given out, interest rates have been reduced, and. Also transfers to private individuals, so it's it, it's it's not. I'm not exactly sure of what the percentage cut would be for each of these segments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not for that purpose, are mostly for balance of
0: payment deficit. I see. What is what is balance of payments? What does that mean? So balance of payments it's it tracks
1: all the international trade and financial transactions made by. A country's residents, so it's basically the sum of all the forex, the forex inflows into a country minus the forex outflows out of that country. Hmm. It's it, it basically provides an indication of how much is being spent by people in the country, businesses, government on imported goods, services, and investment capital. Hmm. So there basically there's basically the balance of payment deficit and then the surplus, a balance of payment deficit which we are currently. Um, undergoing implies that the country is not being is not bringing in enough foreign currency because its businesses, people, and government are importing more goods, services and capital than they are exporting. Mm. So, but recording a balance of payment deficit is not necessarily a bad thing for a short time, mm. but for prolonged periods, the country kind of becomes a net, exp- net consumer, not a producer in the world economy. Over time, it will not have to do not have enough money in its foreign reserve and it eventually have to borrow from other countries mm. and the other um, if it's balance of surplus it means that the country is exporting more than it's important and it can afford to
0: cover all its domestic production needs and even loan to other countries i see why why is balance of payments important
1: because so if it, it needs to balance so if you're not importing more if you're if you if there are lots of import requests and there isn't there isn't enough foreign reserves within the country to cater for those imports mm. then it becomes a problem it becomes a problem the country would either have to reduce its devalue its currency so it becomes more um expensive so the request reduces import requests would re- reduce and it becomes more expensive to import mm those uh, foreign goods and services and investment capital. So it's balance of payment deficit. So balance of payment basically allows you, you need to have a balance of payment so that you can have enough reserve mm-hmm. to, to make, to cover for your imported goods and services and and for you to have balance of payment, you need to export more. You need more investment capital. You need to have investment abroad. and therefore inflows of capital from
0: external sources that way you can safeguard your economy mm. so you're basically saying that um, if your balance of payments is too negative and your reserves cannot meet the balance you're going to have difficulty importing things into your country because forex will be scarce right and that's going to force yes. you to 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 weaken your currency
1: exactly and it has it has all there so many implications and you if your forex is low, external investors would be, would have lower confidence investing in the economy. They want to pull out their foreign capitals and that would even worsen the problem, the already existing problems. Mm. So, mm. foreign
0: reserves is really important to mm. boost investors' confidence in the economy. I see. In what specific ways have the COVID-19 pandemic and the, and the uh, global economic slowdown affected um uh uh, what's the word now nigeria's balance of payments
1: so okay the covid19 pandemic has led to domestic lockdowns and travel restrictions that has and that has ultimately slowed down economic activities Hmm. so it's it has therefore reduced the demand for, and the prices of our main commodity products, which we all know that is crude oil, and crude oil accounts for 85% of our uh, foreign export earnings. So, because the prices so we import, we export bonnie light crude oil, mm-hmm. and that's, the price of that Type of crude oil has been falling and other types of crude oil have been falling mm-hmm. and it's it even gotten to a low of $14 mm-hmm. all the way from $70 mm-hmm. as of last year, mm-hmm. about $70, up and down uh, $70. So even oil quantity, export quantity has fallen a bit mm. from about 2 million barrels per day to around 1.4 million barrels per day. Mm. So, with the lower prices and lower export quantity, we're expecting a decline in in crude oil export earnings. That's more than $26 billion. Mm. So, that's huge. And this ultimately means lower foreign exchange inflows into the country. And it's this has made the the balance of payments deficit in the last seven to be the highest this period Hmm. compared to the last seven. So we've been experiencing balance of payment deficit, but this time it's really bad because of the oil price fall. Hmm. Even worse, we has been recording um, consistent balance of payment deficit now, and CBN has been drawing down the reserve to make up for this shortfall. So now the, the the payment deficit has grown as wide as seven, as nine billion dollars from estimates. So it's with with this high request for foreign exchange outflows and low inflows, there has become a need for currency devaluation. Mm. So this is why the since the crisis, the CBN had devalued the currency by from three oh six dollars to three sixty dollars and I even suspended um selling of of foreign exchange to bureau the change Mm. because it's trying to keep some of its foreign reserve and reduce the balance of payment deficit Mm. which but it's still too large. So it had necessitated the
0: need for borrowing from IMF. Hmm. Uh we're seeing a drop in forex inflows because you know like mm-hmm. you said oil prices have crashed but we are also seeing a drop in outflows because economic activity is slowing down. So people are importing less. Did you hear me? Yes. Okay. Did, did you hear what I said? Did you have a question? People are importing less. Mm. But we're also exporting much less.
1: So the value of our export is much less.
0: No, I'm asking because you mentioned that um, because of the drop in demand for our oil and oil prices crashing, we're not getting dollars in, right? But we're also seeing a drop in outflows because economic activity is slowing down. So people are importing less. I'm asking that question.
1: They are, but there are other ways. So I'm not sure that in general general, that that overall imports has... um, over decline because mm. there are other means of importing like the government is importing product as well to to address these COVID-19 issues Okay. yes so all those medical equipment there are people still there are still ongoing activities that can be done even with the lockdown but the the key problem now is the export has gone way lower than than how much import has
0: gone down. Mm. I see so the gap, okay. The gap is still there, she says. If you just joined us, welcome. I have on the show with me Precious Akanono. She's a development economist. And we're talking about um, the loan that uh, the federal government received from the IMF. I'm wondering if you think that the federal government will use it responsibly. The IMF gave three reasons why they gave the federal government this loan. They said it's uh, to help us meet our balance of payment needs. Precious and I have talked about what balance of payments are. Uh, IMF says that this is also to limit the decline in our foreign reserves. Precious and I just talked about our foreign reserves as well. Uh, They also said that uh, this loan is to provide financing for our budget. Precious, Nigeria has in the past been reluctant to take IMF loans. What have been the reasons for the past reluctance and why the change of heart? Okay, um, so
1: in This particular loan is different, unlike the usual loan from the IMF. This one is more flexible and has no stringent conditions, unlike the other ones. So, IMF has a variety of um, loans it can offer to member countries, and Nigeria is a member country, depending on the reason they need the financing for. So, for the normal loan, the borrowing country would have to implement several... Um, sometimes treats um, macroeconomic policies or structural adjustment programs that is prescribed by the IMF. That that that's supposed to help the country address the problems that cost it to need financial aid in the first place. Hmm. And usually, those kinds of loans are long before they are processed. They take uh, they involve a number of processes and incur a higher interest rate. So people um, countries are usually reluctant to take this those loans but in this case this loan is the conditions are there are no major conditions and there are no long processes it's quick it's a one-off quota-based emergency so finance is issued under the rapid financial instrument for countries that are undergoing balance of payments Mm. crisis so those prices that are are caused by exogenous shock like global oil price Mm -hmm. slump conflicts or disasters that are beyond domestic control So the the countries that receive this loan are expected to pay back within three and a quarter years to five years, and with a little um, interest rate, about 1%, 1% service rate, and commitment fee as well, which are quite favorable compared to the other loans. So Mm -hmm. for Nigeria, the loan is, so for this loan, Nigeria is practically withdrawing, its contribution to the fund over the years, mm. so it's it's more like a a what do you call it? Like a collective where people like a susu kind of yes, regular contribution where you need to make a withdrawal mm. depending what the need is for, mm-hmm. then you can take a percentage of your contribution. So in that fund, you can take about hundred percent or fifty percent. So mm. Nigeria is requested. Four hundred percent, which amounts to the to the amount they are giving it three point four billion dollars, hmm. and it's going to pay back. Is expected to pay back with those interest within the next year, so that in future, if future disaster threats so we can take up something. Uh, so, so if
0: it's our money that we contributed, why did IMF give us conditions? No,
1: there really there isn't um, any conditions attached to you. They said advice that it's not like, it's not a full-fledged package like other loans where you have to do this, do this, this. This is more like conditions, and you just have to repay back with interest.
0: Hmm. There are no yeah, serious condition oh, conditionality, but we've recently seen the federal government get rid of fuel subsidy and say that fuel subsidy is not coming back. We've also seen the president talk about implementing the Oroshangi report. Uh, removing subsidies and cutting the fat in public services are exactly what the IMF has been suggesting to Nigeria for years. In fact, it's one of the reasons many politicians, many Nigerian politicians, did not like the idea of IMF giving loans because you know they give their loans with. Conditions. The IMF usually insists that you implement some policies for reducing government spending. That's why when eventually IMF was giving Nigeria money, people were like, oh, my, I don't pass Gary, you know? So this is an emergency. We've gone to them. We're saying, oh, it's our own money that we contributed, that we're taking. But still on still, we still shall remove subsidy. We still shall said let's cut government uh, 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 public service and all of that. So is it a coincidence that we are suddenly doing the exact same thing at the exact moments that we get an IMF loan.
1: So actually,
0: those things you mentioned—they've been on
1: the pipeline. The government has wanted to do them for a while now. You 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 will notice that they've tried to cut or uh, remove oil subsidy several times, but there was back backlash from the public. Mm-hmm. People contest like they didn't want that. The the the. Valid against that,
0: mm. and they eventually came back up. But that has been on the pipeline to be done for a while. So it's now. a coincidence. So it's a coincidence that it happened now, as they went to IMF to get there, to get money.
1: But no, it means that we can't even handle those. That subsidy cost us huge amounts of money that mm. we can't afford to pay right Yes, now. but so we've we been shouting we have since.
0: Have be yeah, but Precious, we've been shouting since yeah. that IMF is costing yeah. us. We've been shouting since. Anybody that listens to Hard Facts will hear me scream myself worse talking about we can't afford to keep paying subsidies. And we didn't stop paying subsidies until we went, mm. you know, until we went uh, to the IMF. Bro. No, but we're just broke, so we can't <laughs> afford to pay those loans now. <laughs> <laughs> so this has yeah, nothing to do with the
1: IMF loan? Not necessarily. Just cut down some of the excessive spending hmm. that we're doing now. Hmm. And depending on what happens, it might continue after after the, the this whole period has passed, or it might be the opportunity to totally remove those excessive spending. Mm.
0: The federal government is already struggling with a high debt servicing to budget ratio. What are the prospects for repayment in time?
1: Mm. So the prospect is weak for repaying this loan because the loan does not solve uh, underlining issues. So it's is 3.4 billion dollars, and we know the balance of payments deficit alone is about nine billion dollars, so that doesn't cover it. But the loan, the money can help Nigeria start um, the CBN resume dollar interventions in the forex market again mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. to have a reserve which, which, um, it had stopped because it had scarce dollars, so now it can resume that for a while, and this can help create room for the naira to appreciate over like. The next few weeks, and it can increase investors' um, confidence in the economy, which which then would slow down the pace of people taking out their money, like forex outflows out of the country. So this this would have short term effects, short term benefits or effect like for a few months. But yeah. then, the because our uh, our economy is heavily dependent on oil, and mm. oil prices are low, so we are expecting the economy to contract. By about, IMF um, forecasted that it will contrast by about 3.4% in 2020, mm. and possibly going, we could possibly go into recession if the whole COVID pandemic continues beyond six months. Then this would reduce our medium term um, prospect of paying back this loan. But we can improve Nigeria's prospect, long term prospects of paying this loan by exports, pursuing expanding exports and bringing in more diaspora investment so the in boosting ex, exports it's we have to go beyond oil which has we've seen that it's very volatile hmm. repeatedly proven to be very volatile so it has to go beyond oil hmm. we need to expand aggressively expand production and exports of non-oil products that has been preached for a while but that has not like been done so that big Expanding these other sectors beyond oil would improve our foreign exchange earnings, it would create more jobs, improve economic stabilities, so that during times like this, we have backup and it would also help to achieve other sustainable development goals, which they are all linked together. So beyond oil, we need to boost industrial sector activities like manufacturing, Mm. even oil. Even the oil that we produce in abundant quantity, we we cannot refine them as much. Mm. So we still have to import refined petroleum products, which drains our reserves further. Mm. So all those, boosting our manufacturing, even expanding not just agricultural production, Mm -hmm. but also processing. So both in quality and in quantity, that would also create more revenue base for the economy and similar thing for services. So ultimately, Boosting production and export is critical to our ability to repay the loan over the long term, medium to long term. Hmm. What What
0: happens if we don't repay this loan? <laughs> you have to repay the loan. <laughs> what happens you, if we don't? You, to, uh, you can,
1: I don't know, maybe apply for
0: a an extension, like
1: an extension, but you just have to repay it. You, you can sell your assets. You can yeah so you can borrow from domestic um the local markets you you ha- you, you can do so many things but you, you have to pay the loan back within the three and a half three quarter and um five years
0: Hmm. you know beyond balance of payments, the federal government also has a fiscal crisis right What options yeah. does federal government have for reducing the deficit okay
1: to solve the deficits it's it can deploy um, several, several mechanisms or a combination of several measures. It can, um, it can get more loans because beyond the IMF, it can get more loans. It can um, uh, issue local bonds so that it can get money from domestic markets. It can alter its budgets increase revenue sources and also engage in some economic reforms. So the federal so starting with the first one, the federal government can will have to revisit, not will have to revisit the twenty twenty budget hmm. to make some cuts, And not just to make some cuts that from extravagant and unnecessary spending, but to also like revise the benchmark, oil benchmark that used in costing the budget. Well so
0: they, they revised that to twenty dollars I hear.
1: Yes, yes, they have. Mm. They have done that. So they might need to do that again, or it's because the fifty-seven dollars, of course, is no longer feasible. So that would mean cutting ex- um, some a lot of spending from the budget. That revision alone would mean they have to cut a lot of spending from the budget. Mm. So, and it's also the because sixty percent of our revenue goes into debt servicing. The government would need to perhaps meet um, leading the lending agencies to request for debt service payment deferrals. Mm. So it's because like see sixty percent of our revenue goes to debt servicing and you're not getting in enough revenue at some at this point, you might not be able to cover those debt service payments on time. So mm. the the Nigerian government has already also um started the talk to defer payments, mm-hmm. um debt service payments up to twenty twenty one and beyond. So it's something that has to be done at this time because of the lack of funds. And then the government will have to raise more revenues. That can be done in the short term, not the quick term, the quick, um, the long term means of increasing export, but it has to, it can speed up marginal fuel licensing or like licensing, mining, or like oil mining license renewals to try to raise some revenues. So it can do that, can speed up that process, and it can, borrow from domestic market like the local bond as I mentioned, so if it issues those bonds, it's already in that or began doing that. Issuing local bonds, there is what, $2.4 billion, about 2.4 billion dollars so there are options for getting
0: some revenue to fix those. Hmm. those All right. Let's talk to Lagos. Lagos has been calling us uh, since we've been talking, uh, uh, Precious. If you just joined us, welcome. We're asking if you think the federal government will use the IMF loan responsibly. Let me even ask Precious that question. I haven't asked you since we've been talking. Precious, do you think the government will use the loan responsibly? I wouldn't know, but I would... It, I I don't know how we use it but over Precious time, is trying would... to not indict herself
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm not in the government so I wouldn't know yeah. all right well we have a, a question on whatsapp um uh, this person says oh, Hamid Hamid from Amoa says Nigeria has always experienced the problem of balance of payment deficit almost every year. Most importantly, what Nigeria receives from her export seem to be lower compared to payments for her imports, which is generally not good for the economy. My question for your guest is, with this huge loan from IMF, what could Nigeria do to make sure she gets to make the payment following the stipulated conditions by the IMF if COVID-19 pandemic persists? I think you've answered that question when you said, well, look at the local market, yeah? Yes, and the
1: government has, the IMF has also advised it to um, devalue its currency. To close close
0: some of that gap and shortening the balance of payments as well. Mm. Uh, someone's asking uh, what higher pay for electricity has to do with IMF conditions to give the loan, which President Buhari said will have higher electricity bill. I don't remember hearing that. Precious, do you do you, I don't know? Do you have any idea about no, no. this?
1: So, I, um, the medium-term electricity framework Mm -hmm. had in the pipeline to increase electricity tariff over the years, over time, this year actually, last year as well, to be able to allow um, power producers to be able to produce power at cost-effective tariffs. But then with this um, pandemic, I I think the government has actually reduced um, electricity tariff to help households and businesses Mm. kind of um, mitigate some of the economic effects of the COVID pandemic on Mm. the people. Mm -hmm. So there's actually
0: been a decline. Uh, They've suspended the move to increase tariffs to Yeah. Okay. All right. So we have another comment on WhatsApp. This person says money is needed to run any government or meeting. But what is needed very importantly is that government publishes their income and expenses at every single day. It should be a public document. Do you agree with that, Precious?
1: Yes, I absolutely agree with that. It's sh- More transparency is, um, is needed to ensure um, accountability in how spending is carried out.
0: Okay, let's uh, go to the phone lines now. 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to ask Precious to please hold on while while we take this break. And uh, when we come back, we'll take your phone calls and hear what it is that you have to say about all of the uh, insights that, that uh, Precious has shared on the show with us today. Here we are, Lagos. Let's talk. 0700-993-993-993. Will the federal government use the IMF loan responsibly? WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Precious didn't want to indict herself, so she didn't answer earlier on. I wonder what you think, Lagos. Let's talk to you. Hello? Thank you for calling us.
2: Yes, Sandra, good evening.
0: Good evening, what's your name, sir?
2: My name is Gordian. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, um, yeah. Your guest is very nice in analyzing everything. I'm very, in fact, I'm very happy over it.
0: Okay.
2: Um, I want to ask, uh, uh, Precious, all this you are saying, which is very good, and even the IMF we have gotten, there was no much conditionality there, but which we embraced. But the only thing I can advise, there was one man who came yesterday who was giving the statistical data of how this money donated from up here and from here we had been collected and how it been spent. If that man can be teamed up with any non-organizational company with no compromise to be monitoring government on this, on how to, say it, to spend this money. You're talking
0: about Hamza Lawal? Exactly. Eh? You're talking about Hamza Lawal?
2: Exactly.
0: Mm. That
2: man, I love him. Mm. I love him. If that man can be given, other people can be costed with him, mm. who will have no compromise. Mm-hmm. To do, to be as a watchdog government mm. in how this money goes instead, mm. we'll be free from it. I think we thank God for that.
0: Alright, thanks for calling us. Uh, so our, our caller was talking about uh, a guest that was on the morning crossfire yesterday, Precious. His name is Hamzat Lawal and uh, he runs uh, an NGO called Connected Development and Connected Development basically follows the money. So any money that is supposed to be for public spending, Connected Development tries to follow that money. And um, this caller says that what we could do is look at ways that organizations like that can ensure that monies allocated for things are used for those things. How effective effective do you think uh, that is in Nigeria, considering that sometimes Organizations like that complain about asking federal uh, or state uh, um, organizations for information or data about, you know, funds um, that have been allegedly spent somewhere and they don't get it. They don't get any response from the state. So how effective do you think those things are, Precious?
1: So governments have sovereignty to make their decisions on how, on how to run the economy or report their budgets or financing. So it's what those organizations can do is to give a push to the government on the need to to show, to be transparent with their financing and spending they've not it has not been quite effective maybe organizations can tie some of this um, request for more transparency in budgetary spending to maybe the the financing they provide to this government mm. Do you, maybe GADS I know GADS um, provide some funding for food fortification. Mm. Maybe that can be some of the the conditions or to attach to some of that um, some of that funding. That would help create some push for the government to have this um, transparency. And the citizens it mm. more effectively. The citizens need to request for this. Need mm. to push for government to have it open up. It's spending patterns, so that we see at every point in time how monies that come in pay. It will also help um, individuals and businesses be more um, willing to pay for pay taxes on their their businesses and consumption. So it's the organizations pushing for it, especially if it's international organizations, may not be as effective as local citizens and businesses pushing for this.
0: Transparency hmm. on Facebook Akani and Obot says, uh, government cannot give account of what they are doing with this money okay Picha on Facebook says I've lost faith in the sincerity of the Nigerian federal government in management of our economy and finance your suggestions in the studio are apt but will the government do what is necessary there's so much hypocrisy and incompetence displayed by this government let's go back to the phone lines now hello yeah
3: this is
0: like welcome Michael go ahead
3: yeah, I'm not an economist, so. okay, but I know economics a little. Okay, see, <laughs> this, this government they have applied classical theory of government borrowing. They have applied Keynesian theory of government borrowing. What does Keynesian theory of government borrowing says? It says we can finance our budget through directors and indirectors. If it is not enough, we can even borrow internally and externally to finance our budget. Now, Richard, most great theory of government borrowing says there is a missing link. There is a missing point in this Canadian theory of government borrowing that this government has adopted. If you are borrowing, you should be able to use that government borrowing to improve the life of your citizens. You should be able to use that government borrowing to improve the infrastructure of the country. If you're borrowing, you should be able to become accountable to your citizens. There must be transparency for you in that you're borrowing. But what do we see that this government is doing? Even the vicar loot that they have recovered, they can't be able to give account. Even the money they have, it
0: Oh, that's unfortunate. Hello. Yeah, good morning. Good evening.
3: What's your name? Oh,
0: evening. Hello?
3: Hello? Yeah, how you? Hello.
0: Good evening. What's your name, sir?
3: Okay, my name is Mr. Lanzini. I'm coming from Ogun State, Ibafo.
0: Good to have you on the show, sir. Welcome. Go ahead.
3: All right. Uh, my contribution for this uh, loan is that... And I know that I don't think our government can provide does it any account on this loan because all the money that when the COVID-19 is going on and all the money people contributed for our government to use it and help us, we didn't see anything. And then like they say, the house, the office of accountants, and so, 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 so. for me, maybe I see it like to carry ice fish and to rat. To go and give his wife in the city and cook before he to we see anything. The government can no response.
0: Okay, unfortunately the line was breaking up, but could you make out what he was saying, Precious? Uh, talking about rats and fishes.
1: No, I I was also getting the breaking. I
0: couldn't hear anymore. Yeah. Okay. Hello.
4: Hi, good evening, Sandra.
0: Good evening to you, sir. What's your name? My name is Chika. Chika, welcome. Go ahead.
4: Well, I think uh, for me, I'm a bit uh, skeptical about how government is actually going to use this money judiciously. Hmm. This is because uh, this is not the first time that this administration or administration in the past have hmm. actually taken foreign loans. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that before they take the foreign loan, they tend to give us the guideline, the procedure as to how they're going to spend the money for the betterment of the country. Mm. But it's always good otherwise. Um, Why well, I'm actually very critical about this one is because we know the situation we find ourselves in. The, uh, the price of oil is dropping on a daily basis. The government is finding it difficult to meet the target of the budget. Mm. And my only worry in this uh, money that we're taking from IMF is that at the end of the day, this money might just... Used to service those in government because we know that the priority of every government in, in the past and in the present is always to pay salaries and to maintain their lifestyle. Mm. So, for me, I do not think that this money will actually be used for the betterment of the Nigerian at large. Instead, it's actually going to be used to pay salaries and service those in government. And it's not good because, at the end of the day, it's the future Nigerian that will pay this money. So I think that it's actually sad that we actually found ourselves in this same trap, we found ourselves. This government has been borrowing since they came into office in 2015. What have we done with the money borrowed so far? We can actually pinpoint to several things that we've seen that they've done with it. But I just hope that this one will not actually go like the was in the past. Good
0: evening. Good evening, thank you for calling us. Precious, what have we done with some of the monies that we've borrowed in the past?
1: So unfortunately some of the some of the monies we've borrowed have been used to um, close our fiscal deficits okay. and usually our fiscal deficit is usually um, majorly made up of servicing debt servicing and payment of salaries. so that has not been that's not an effective way to to use loans hmm. but sometimes, Loans have been used for specific purposes. So loans that are given for a specific project, it's also used for that project. Aside
0: the... The debt servicing and salary payments. Yes, uh, and salary payments. Because, because and I ask that because normally we're told that the way to reduce a deficit is to cut government spending and to raise government revenue. Now you raise revenue by increasing tax, both by improving collection and widening the tax base by growing the economy. But how do you do these things without increasing government spending, especially in the midst of an economic downturn? Is, is government caught in a catch-22 situation here?
1: Yes, so that's why it's a dicey situation now. That's why they're projecting the economy would definitely fall into a recession because mm. it's it's this is not really the right time to increase taxes because a lot of businesses are halted or reduced production and a lot of people are suffering. So this is usually not the ideal time to increase taxes. So that kind of takes out that that policy option. And spending to close some of this gap, spending to shore up um, um, economic activities, also mm. kind of related because budget is our uh, physical capacity is low. So mm. it's a dicey situation now that has the government going to borrow to do some of these things. and. They definitely have to cut some of the excessive government spending right now. Mm.
0: Where where should they cut? What should they cut? If you were an advisor to the president, what would you ask him to cut, Precious?
1: So the, the obvious ones, like the huge payments to the legislative members, Needs to really go down. Some of this um, huge spending in importing some government uh, machineries or, go- or government um, tools or government things they need, like cars, some of these things that are budgeted at very huge prices can be cut down. And some of these things can also be sourced locally. Like mm. I, I I heard on the news about... Um, I think gov- the government is redu- refusing to use locally made um, cars. So, so, so some of those kind of expenses can be cut down. Mm. C- cutting down salaries to legislative, they can accept lower pay. They can cut down some of the like, vehicles, demand... Maybe from, if it's 100, can go one or source for local, like nursing local, manufactured vehicles.
0: But you but, you, but you cut all of those things and I fear that it doesn't amount to much. In the long run, does it amount to much? No. No, but this is not a
1: long-term measure. It's more of a short-term measure to... Okay. to protect the economy before maybe oil prices show up or the investment that have been made now can yield profits in in terms of like investment that they make to support Mm. manufacturing and like drug manufacturing and other types of manufacturing can make Mm. can make um, any headway but for now it's more of short term short term way out that the government is looking out for Mm. to prevent the economy from collapsing
0: hmm On uh, Twitter, on uh, WhatsApp, we have Tim Wabilo who says that uh, you mentioned that IMF advised us to devalue our currency. I should ask you uh, what the positives and negatives of devaluation in the short, medium and long term are. Precious. Okay.
1: So, if you're, even if a central bank is not able to defend its currency, so mm. it's not able to supply enough Forex for businesses or people or government that need to import goods and services,
3: mm.
1: it's, it's not able to provide enough foreign exchange for for maybe investors that need to take out their money, it's, it becomes a huge problem for the economy. Mm. It weakens investors' appetites for Businesses in the country mm. that also has this ripple effect. It it's it has so many um, if negative effect on the economy on businesses and people. So it's for so the government the CBN needs to have enough foreign reserve to be able to give out those um, dollars that people need to get the goods and services they need for their daily life and businesses. So if it doesn't have that, then that becomes a problem. So it it would need to reduce, so it needs to make increase um, the, devalue the currency which means it will make imports, the the amount you pay, so the amount of Naira Mm. given out to get a particular dollar Mm. become more higher or more expensive, that way it could discourage imports, it can also encourage people outside to want to export import your own goods, so Mm. that means it could encourage imports. So usually devaluation is it's it's encouraged so to stop the, the cbm from having to really um fight to defend its naira when the thing when it's really falling at this time mm. because exports is low foreign exchange revenues is, is really low and imports meeting to be met so mm. you either have to devalue that that left cbm with no choice earlier than to devalue it from that three or six 306 to 360 mm. and there are they are there is already talks in the pipeline that it's likely to do that again mm. because it's it's becoming feasible for recent scenarios to provide those foreign exchange um, revenues or money needed to for the business or for the
0: economy to run or for investors. Mm. Is there any talk about unifying the exchange rates? Because this is also another big problem uh, with Nigeria's forex. Hmm. All right, so we've lost the connection to um, we've lost the connection to Precious, but you can actually uh, watch on Facebook, Nigeria Info FM. Hello?
3: Good evening to you, Sandra.
0: Good evening to Hello? you, sir. What's your name?
3: <clears throat> My name is Prince Wyatt, calling from Amur Adofi. Hmm. First of all, I want to say thank you for bringing all these people to enlighten us. Okay. So when I say borrow, borrow, borrow. And uh this uh, three point seventy build or the job borrowed from the IMF, if they pin it on any project or to
0: surface our debt. Yes, they pinned it. Well, IMF themselves did not pin it, but uh, IMF gave the reasons for the loan. Mm. So uh, the, it's supposed to help us meet uh, our balance of payment. It's okay. it's uh, also supposed to help us limit the decline in our foreign reserves. And yes. it's also okay. supposed to help us provide financing for our budget.
3: Because by borrow this money, and we pay, they say 1% uh, interest, mm. As of now, we have about thirty something billion in our external reserve. Instead of borrowing money and paying interest, back until we drop for our foreign uh, reserve?
0: It won't be enough.
3: It Won't be enough? Yes, it won't be because enough. How I we support or represent any money borrowed to fix infrastructure? But mm. like now, in the first Bridge, the first they by the expressway and you told the road. You know we pay back the money you borrowed to it. Any money borrowed to service debt, I think there's no no gain in, in it. So for me, it will be better for any money borrowed to be targeted on infrastructure. That's my solution. Mm-hmm. And and finally, mm-hmm. I must say kudu to you. God bless
0: you. Bless you as well, uh, Prince YS. Thank you so much. Like the guest explained, our balance of payments deficit is draining our resources and that's why our reserves are running out. We have pressures back on the line. Precious, you were going to talk to us about uh, you know, the unification of our exchange rate. Sorry about the misconnection. So I... Uh, yes, not a problem.
1: I was saying that it's... It's prescribed by the IMF, but I don't, I'm not sure that, that would happen, although there might be um, further devaluation, as, as as the CBI continues to struggle to to maintain its reserve, there might be further devaluation, but it might not really allow it to fall to where it's supposed to be like that would be a, a, a huge devaluation so if, if i would have more negative effects on the economy and businesses and households so it, it might gradually
0: ease, ease it down until the economy shows up and revenue shows up again. Hmm. Precious Akanono thank you so much for joining us on Hard Facts today it's been a pleasure talking to you. All right, Lagos, let's, Thank uh, you for me. let's take a few more messages off of uh, of WhatsApp and on Twitter, and then uh, we'll switch gears to the news. Uh, Wilfred from Through Larry says, has there been any fund that the federal government um, have ever used responsibly? The federal government is known for financial recklessness, and I think this is what your guest is afraid to say. <laughs> OK, let's go to Twitter. Well, we have a lot of comments. My God, Dennis Okemute says, "64 years of crude oil sale has any been used responsibly? Maybe somebody has forgotten that our just spent 16 billion dollars on electricity responsibly." I've got uh, Danny Oyedore on Twitter who says, "I doubt judicious use of this loan in view of the past experience." Town Planner Latunji says, "They need to comply with the Arusha report, restructure the government." Or Otherwise, Nastorio Ose Mbem says they will not do anything with the money other than paying the senators, ministers, reps, etc. We need to change the change that has changed. That's all. All right. Thank you for sending your message in. Let's get ready for the news at six. After the news at six, let's debate on I beg to differ. Do you think Religious centers should reopen quite the controversial statement from the overseer of uh, the Living Faith Chapel, a.k.a. Winners Chapel, Living Faith Church, a.k.a. Winners Chapel. Uh, It has everybody talking online. It has uh, everybody on 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 opposing ends of that conversation. And I wonder what you think. Do you think we should reopen religious centers because we've reopened markets? The numbers are still 0700-993-993-993. Give us a call after the news at six and let's have a very fun debate. I am Sandra Ezekwasele. Hard Facts. We'll be right back.